Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. What's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Got a special episode today. Shorter episode, but a special episode nonetheless. I got Brett and Roxy today. And we're going to have a lot to talk about. Aquaman it is not tracking to do well. It is the big December movie, and it is tracking to do less than The Flash. Not good news if you're Warner Brothers. Probably expected, though, at this point. Um, there's other movies coming out. There's other things coming out on streaming. you got Percy Jackson, which is getting rave reviews. They released it a little early. And then Rebel Moon, not getting great reviews, but a confusing thing. He said that Zack Snyder said, well, this isn't the actual cut. And I think we've been down here before. And he said that the the longer cut is a very different movie. Well, why would Netflix release this one? It's Netflix. So I don't understand that. And we are excited because we had a really good 2023. We're excited for 2024. And we're excited that you guys have joined us. So if you're brand new to the channel, subscribe. Make sure you do that. And we're going to try to get to 200,000. And if we can do it faster than we got to 100, it'd be because of you guys. So thank you. Thank you kindly. Uh, I got Roxy Stryer. I got Brett Sheridan. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. It is the big thing. Let's do it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is the big thing. Wednesday, 2023, almost gone. Christian Harloff here. Roxy Stryer. Brett Sheridan, all of us. What's those faces for? Uh, well, my face was because I think Roxy was sitting higher when. Yeah, I know. What the hell? I was saying that. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I never have had. I'll go with Jess. And why am I such why? an Oompa why? Don't Loompa? Jo- don't do anything, Brett. I oh. swear I'm not an Oompa Loompa in person. It's like I got some fucking orange cake on my face, but I don't. I there's not. I don't know what to say to you guys. He, he also, nobody said anything to me, and I c- fucking dyed my hair, and you guys never noticed. Roxy, I was gonna wait. I was waiting for you. Were not. I was Christian. waiting for the recording to you happen. Weren't. Well, watch this, Roxy. <laughs> you, you changed. You changed your hair. I did. What did I do to it, Christian? You made it low, stuff. Low lights. You made it stuff. Highlights and lowlights. Let me ask you a question. I have another one for you too. So oh, let's go. go. Let's exchange go questions. Oh, I, go, I know what it go, is. I go. I go. You go. Go ahead, Billy. Oh, her her um, lovely, uh, looks very comfy sweater is is throwing the white balance off. I think. Oh, is that what on it is? the wide? I'm so orange. It's your own fault. My um, oh, my tongue looks red. No, it doesn't. No. Um, would you ever consider going uh, brunette again? Yeah, definitely. I can't you wait. Should. Yeah, I cannot wait. I think you should. I just book way more as a blonde, but when oh. once I don't have to do, I like being. How do blonde. you know? Maybe you change it up again. Um, you, you, because of the stuff that I go out for right now, right like. Now? It's all it's all like not edgy brown hair ethnic, um, like gothy all of that blonde mm. hair like Don't bitchy care. girl, no. bitch, bitchy bitch, bitchy bitch, bitch, bitch. bitch. Yeah, I pretty much only go out for like oh, okay. evil evil bitch. Fair enough. What's your question? George type. Um, 
I don't like the perfume I'm wearing today. Are you guys drowning? No. Oh. That's your question? Yeah, because oh, I, I, I usually wear something else, and this one's really strong, and I, I didn't don't... want you guys to think that I was in it, and then you guys weren't liking it. I have a very sensitive nose to these things, and I barely oh, smell so anything. Really? Nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good to know. You're okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, we got stuff to talk about, guys. The first one, of course, being uh, Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman is not... Uh, not tracking well, and I'm going to see it as as we talk here today. I'm actually going to be seeing it at 2 p.m. There's nothing I can do to get on this. Invite. No, there there is, and I have I have I have uh, I have more information that I found out yesterday. But so Ooh. not about not about you and John, oh. but, but I, I think questions that can be answered. So let's get to uh, let's get to the first topic here, and that is of course Aquaman, and this is just it, not only is it about Aquaman tracking but it look right now there's there's two there's two stories first story is that it is going to be the the top box office winner this weekend no crap right and dark horizon says while there's no real spider-man avatar sized juggernaut for the christmas holiday this year a quite large number of wide releases are out there and will be vying for audience attention this coming weekend there are four new wide releases as many, again, limited release will opening this coming Friday, December 22nd. A few days later, on Christmas Day on Monday, three more new wide releases will join them. The seven wide openers over the break will be competing with the still quite hot Wonka, which debuted to $39 million and is expected to have staying power. In addition, American fiction will expand to a wide release following a successful limited run this past weekend. All other releases currently in cinemas, however, from the Hunger Games prequel to Trolls are likely to get swept aside by the new waves of content, partly explaining why they made the jump to PVOD this week. Of the newcomers, Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, that's likely to come out on top with the superhero sequel, projections on track to do around $40 million domestically and double that again internationally over the four-day Christmas weekend. Wonka is likely to come in second, while its second weekend four-day tracking to be in just the over the over $20 million range. Universal and uh, Illumination's animated film Migration is likely to come in third, around $15 million. And then you get the uh, Anything But You is looking to land in fourth, around seven, And then the Iron Claw targeting fifth, $6 million. Uh, the three-day Christmas wide openers are still too early to call, but early projections suggest that the musical take on the color purple is looking hot and could well take in 8 to $10 million on Christmas Day alone. Um, all right, and the other thing I want to do here is I want to bring up this Aquaman um, tracking and what it is tracking in general. And it's it's tracking, it looks like around 35, 35 million. Is, they, said, they said 40, Roxy, but I, I don't know. This is, what, this is what it says. This is, again, from this is superhero hype. Aquaman and Lost Kingdom opening Christmas weekend box office is expected to gross less money than the Marvel's first weekend. Per Deadline, the latest DCEU installment starring Jason Momoa as Aquaman is tracking for $40 million North America plus debut on its four-day Christmas weekend and another 75 to 80 international. Should the domestic tracking hold, that's $6 million less than the Marvel's, which dis- disappointed at $46 million in its three-day opening. Uh, and it went on to run as its as the lowest MCU film. The low tracking figures for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom contrast with the original movie's 67.9 debut five years ago, resulting in a 335.1 million. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, since 
the original Aquaman came out, the other ones that have other DCEU movies, Black Adam, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, The Flash, Blue Beetle, all have underperformed due to mediocre reception from critics and audiences. Additionally, the announcement of a retooled DC film slate with James Gunn and Peter Safran has created the perception by audiences that the remaining DCEU releases are nothing more than creative dead ends. Um, okay, so tons here. Yeah. All right, Roxy, so this is... I think at this point people have been preparing for this because it, it's the reshoots, the as they mentioned, the DCU now coming out and the last few movies have just not done well at all. That the, the Marvels actually I think was also an indication that just because you made a billion dollars once doesn't mean you're going to do it again and these trailers just haven't been uh, anticipated. So tracking at 35 to 40 some people will make the argument, well, the first one did 67 as opening weekend and still wind up making a billion dollars. I don't think that's the case. I think I think it's uh, I think it's over for the DCEU and it's it's a final nail in the coffin. What say you? I think it's gonna actually do better than it's tracking. I haven't okay. seen this movie. I don't know if this movie is any good. I liked the first one. It was fun. I think that it kind of stands for itself, and I think people were looking for that from the DC at that time. Obviously, I don't think this is going to be a billion-dollar movie. I didn't think the first Aquaman was going to be a billion-dollar movie, so I was wrong about that. But I do think that this is probably going to do okay. You think it's going to make a profit? I do think it's going to make a profit, I think, for the first time in a while. There's a couple things working against it right now. Number one, of course, the Amber Heard of it all. That was something that we haven't mentioned that I know a lot of people are wah, 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 not seeing it, not supporting her about it. Number two, of course, the DC not moving forward with Aquaman or with Momoa or with any of these actors as they're completely wiping the slate or so we believe. So James Gunn is talking about right now. So people don't really want to be invested in it. Number three, it's been four years since the first Aquaman wow. came out. Uh, I remember I did the junket for the first Aquaman. I think that I genuinely think that was in 2018. It could have been 2019, but it's been, a, area, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's been a minute. Like it, it, it was December. So maybe it was 2019. It's been, I think four years. That's a long it was, time. It was, I think it was 2018. So five years. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause it was during Clyde Alive era because I was, yeah. Cause I wasn't there in 2019. I remember yeah, it was 2018. So yeah. five years between these two movies. This is a long time to put out a sequel. Yeah. Uh, so I think that it does have some things working against it. That being said, Jason Momoa is just so unbelievably charismatic. People really like him. He has been working the press circuit for this. And I think that it, it does have a chance to do okay and turn a profit if I had, if I was a betting woman, I would say that it did, but not anywhere close to a billion. Um, I love you to death. There's no chance this movie makes a profit. Okay, um, let's see. There's, there's no way uh, because the, you don't want to see. Uh, we'll see, Whoa. but there's no way. And I don't think that you're wrong for saying that. I'm yeah. not like I would swear by it, but yeah. I think that it might. Okay, the reason why is because the other thing is that what they don't take into consideration here is the amount of reshoots. Now, normally reshoots are it happens all the time. Um, yeah, I guess what is the budget of the movie, including the research? I, any rumored anywhere between two fifty to to three hundred, rumored. So you don't think that this will make six hundred? It's more than six hundred because it's gonna make it's gonna make the three hundred. Um, it's gonna make the three hundred back, right? For let's say that's cost three hundred to make, mm -hmm. and then you let's say two hundred in marketing, which is close to five hundred plus theater costs and everything. To the, a lot of the theaters get a lot of the money too. So you got to make. Between six fifty and seven, probably close to it, so in that area. So, do I think it's going to make six hundred to seven hundred worldwide? No, it's just it's not. You think it's going to do less than five hundred? I think it'll just around between four hundred to five hundred, maybe. 
Yeah, if that. And depending on, I just don't think there's any buzz on this movie whatsoever. And I, I guess we'll know better after you see it. If it's true. gangbusters. If it's a good movie, but even, but look at Blue Beetle, right? Now, Blue Beetle, granted, doesn't have the star power of, say, Jason Momoa. Also and, came out during though, a strike, had it, no backing. Absolutely, absolutely. But it had a much lesser budget and less to try to get to, right? And it is a, and it was a quality movie. The, the family stuff was awesome. It was, so it was a quality movie and had good reviews. I didn't do anything for it. And I also think that what this is going to prove is people who say one of the main things people are saying like how much money the Marvels would have made up if the three stars would have been able to market um, that much more than the money that it lost, like that much more. And I think Aquaman is going to prove that where if you do lose money and you did have your star promoting it, you're only going to – how much more would they have lost if he didn't promote it? I don't think it's a fair comparison to compare the Marvels to Aquaman because first off – The movie Ma itself? No, of course not. But I'm talking about the, the promotion of it. I'm talking about any movie right, that gets promoted. Everybody who's saying because the Marvels didn't do well and then they're comparing it to Aquaman 2, I don't think it's uh, uh, apples to apples comparison. I Apples to oranges? Uh, you're all right. You're apples. almost there. You get what I'm saying? Yes. The reason why is, number one, people, I don't know what it is, but people do not like Brie Larson. I do like Brie mm -hmm. Larson, but people don't like her. So I don't know that her promoting the movie would have helped the movie that much, considering people seem to just not like her. People love Momoa. Yeah, I think there's also chemistry with the three, like, because I think that I found her to be pretty good in this movie, more so than the first movie. And I just think that the three of them was what you should be marking the movie off of because that's really what the movie is. It's mm -hmm. like their their chemistry sells the film in general. So it did hurt. It just didn't. But people don't. People, I see it all the time. Like, well, if they would have promoted, then it would have made a lot more money. It, the movie lost almost two hundred million dollars. So but we also didn't love the movie. Uh, granted, but I'm just saying that it doesn't matter though. Like even even like it so, does matter. Well, I but think. Blue Beetle. But Blue Beetle, right? Blue Beetle is an, another one where. Sholo was not able to promote the movie. He's very charismatic. He knows how to market. Even if it would, he would have added $10, $20 million more, it still would have lost money. Same the thing comparison with, you're making is ridiculous right now. I don't know what you mean. I, I, that's how, a silly thing to say. No, just Why? because I, I, okay, I hosted DC Movie News for seven years. Yeah. I still don't know that guy's name. You're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm talking about so when you say something like that, it, it's what I'm saying is an actor in general. Let's take Blue Beetle out of it. Take the Marvels out of it. Take any movie that was going on during the strike, that the talent was not able to promote it, right? But they're different. I, of of course they're different. The, the promotion only works to a certain extent. I agree with you. It's important. It, it is important, but I agree with you. But I do think that that extent has a completely different ceiling with somebody like of, a Momoa. Of course, when you have, I don't think there's, a, I don't think we're on. We're saying the same things. Okay. So where, where Momoa is, every one of them should be promoting the movie. And does it help? Of course it helps. I'm just saying that in general, when people are saying, had X promoted X, then it would have done so much better. Like when it's, if, if you're, if you, let's say that the, the Marvels had lost $2 million or just broke even. And people are like, oh, if they would have promoted, they could have made a little bit more money. <clears throat> Definitely. But when you lose two hundred million dollars, when you say like even like this movie, this Aquaman movie that's coming out with with Momoa, if he's out there promoting, does it help? Of course it helps. But if it loses, if it loses a hundred million dollars, right? It, you know how much did it? Re it probably helped a little bit more if he didn't lose one hundred fifty million dollars. 
You know what I'm saying? Like each, I each, do know what you're saying. Each thing helps just a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that each movie, like depending on the star, I agree with you. It's star power definitely helps, and each circumstance is different. But I'm just saying that when people say, "Well, it would have made so much more money," it, you, you don't know that. You just yeah, don't know. I I completely yeah. agree. My the way I started was just by saying I don't think it's an apples to apples comparison. Of course, because... I, I didn't, but I didn't say it was, so I didn't know where that was coming from. Oh, everybody keeps comparing Aquaman to the Marvels. Have you not been seeing that? Mm. No. Oh, everyone, then right? Get your fucking head out of here. Who's ass. everyone? Um, every website. Okay. Yeah, all the websites are saying, like, well, this is what uh, Mar the Marvels is tracking at. It's a sequel, so I understand. Sure. It's a comic like, book movie, so I, I understand. Right. The time period it came out, and it's so the most I understand. recent one, right. right? Most recent one. But I do think that there's a lot of factors that contribute. Number one, how good is your movie? You and I didn't particularly like that movie. I right. think we both like the Aquaman right. movie the first one significantly better. Who is the star that is promoting it? What does the press tour look like? So I do think my, the only point that I'm making is that I think Aquaman has a significantly better shot of doing well than the Marvels did. <laughs> I don't disagree with any of that. Yeah. I, I agree with all of that. When does so, it come out um, to, that's for but, regular folks? But that's the problem. Huge problem. So the movie itself, I'm going to see it today, mm -hmm. right? The embargo lifts on it tomorrow. It comes out like tonight, I think. Or tomorrow morning or something. It comes out like yeah Thursday tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. So oh. and I was not invited. <clears throat> yeah, and that's it, yeah. It's like so that to me is that's a big uh oh. And look, the Marvels again came out. The the embargo dropped on it like two days beforehand. People were like uh oh, this drops like the day of. Or that's you think that's a they don't have confidence in the movie? They don't have any confidence in this movie. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and I think that from what I heard, I heard um, I I heard it's not good. I heard it's not good. I'll well, then it won't do well. Then it won't make it. Then it won't make a profit. I haven't. You're heard just saying whether if if it turns out to be good, it's got a shot. I really thought so. Right. I really thought that if this was as good, if people liked this as much as they liked the first sure. one, I didn't think it would do a billion. But I do think it would turn six hundred and fifty. What is it going up against? Uh, Wonka's out right now. Yeah. Okay. I do think this is going to help Wonka. I think yeah. this movie is going to help Wonka. Just getting more people to the theaters. Because people like to go to the movies during Christmas time. Mm. Right now is a good time to uh, L.A. Unified's out of school. I know. Yeah. Um, so there's people are starting their. I think they're wrapping up on Christmas. They need a break to go. I think that Aquaman just barely makes the money. That's my Brett Sheridan. You think it's going to? You think it's going to make around <laughs> six just, to seven hundred million worldwide? Yeah, okay. I think so. It's look. I'm gonna take that long shot just because uh, it is. People are bored and they're with their families and they might go go see some movies. I also think that this, and the reason why I think that it is relevant for some websites to bring up the Marvels is because it's all they're all part of the superhero comic book genre, mm -hmm. and right yeah. now that genre is struggling majorly, right especially now. when it comes to the big temples. Yes, and it, so it's struggling. So I think that people are kind of oh, that the casual fan is kind of over it so i think that if you, unless you have a big movie that people are like you said talking about and raving about and excited about uh i i don't think it's got a shot aquaman's very broy. that might yeah. help it a little mm -hmm. bit like brett said the december time period like this is when people really do go to the movies and decide at the movies which one they're gonna see they might just see the aquaman and think oh yeah i like that first one five years ago uh, I think that if it has a shot, putting it out in December is the best chance it has. What were the other ones that you that they mentioned? That's I a know Christmas that, color purple, which um, you liked. I like I liked color purple. I love the American fiction, which I'm so glad it's doing well on its limited release. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. There's yeah. Candy Cane Lane. Yeah, that's on Amazon, right? Did you watch it? <laughs> no, I just oh okay. No, I'm, yeah, it's well, not getting theatrical release. 
Kenny Killian? I don't think so. Oh, it's a real movie? Yeah. It's, yeah. It, oh. No, no, it really is. It's Eddie Murphy's it's movie. It's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. No, that's, that, I understood why you would think that that was BS. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no, it's a real movie, and people people seem to enjoy it. I haven't watched it. It was one of the movies I'm going to watch during the break, Christmas break. But um, yeah, American Fiction, Color Purple were the ones. Oh, uh, oh, and Iron Claw. And the Glenn Powell movie. Right, Sydney right, Sweeney. which is a romantic comedy. Like, that goes back to our conversation that we had last week. Oh, um, yeah. That's a movie. Oh, boy, don't get this started I know, again. I know, but that's a movie that I think is, <clears throat> is a reason it's tracking for like $7 million opening weekend is because that's another movie, depending on how much it costs. I mean, I can't imagine yeah, the budget was too big. I bet you that, that movie cost $25 million to make. What was it called? Anyone But You? Anyone But You, I think it's called. Um, and if that movie costs 25 to 30 I understand taking the risk of putting in anything over, silly, and should have stuck to streaming. They their press their budget was twenty five million. Okay, their press was so great. Their press tour was amazing. Their press tour is going to end up with both of them being single, I think. But their press tour was unbelievable to watch. Twenty five million dollars on I hope that. Not. With that, kind of, why would you say something like that? Is this too flirty? Everybody is just shipping them so, oh, so who's hard. Everybody? Yeah, who's everybody? <laughs> like the entire internet, all of TikTok. I mean, they have like unbelievable chemistry. That's internet? what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Yes, I'm the combative one. Uh, that's what you're supposed to do when you're impressed. You're supposed to sell your goddamn <laughs> yes, movie. You, know, you guys remember when uh, Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon did that movie last year together, mm. and everybody was making fun of them on the carpet because they had zero chemistry. They wouldn't even hold hands. They wouldn't talk, and everybody was like, what the fuck? And, mm. and Mila Kunis made fun of them, too, about it. It's like, I get it, but it, it's got to be hard when you are in a relationship and everybody wants you with the, your co-star. Yeah. Like It's like a... Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, yeah that oh. it's, um, it's like that. I started oh, watching right. Maestro last night. Too, How is uh, that? I don't watch so it. So far, so good. Um, yeah, I'm only about 45 minutes in, but like the people are, what? How do you do that? Because I, I have kids and I go to bed early. But um, I've watched so many movies over the last week. I saw um, Anatomy of a Fall. Did you see that yet? No, it's on everybody's top 10 list. It's, it's really, really good. good. It's really good. Uh, and then, but The Iron Claw, which is the other one that they mentioned, I'm hoping that that movie does great, and it's a bummer that Zac Efron is not getting the love that he's he, excellent in it. He's excellent in it. He's not getting the love, but you haven't heard this yet, and I'm gonna say it. it so it hasn't aired yet. So probably this will it'll air here first um, because I did I just did my end of the year show with Roca and Merle, and I, I know that we talked about it maybe through a live stream with with Roca the other day last week. We talked about for a while. We talked about um, Yargos's new movie, Poor Things, and I said, I, I, I can't do it. I, I'm watching 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to go back into it. It's one of my favorites of the year. Really? <laughs> yeah. It, it is. I love him. I haven't watched. It he called me. Yeah. <clears throat> to tell me about it. That's he, That's he doesn't really usually. Not for that. Yeah. Yeah. And so when the movie itself, as I said, I was going to revisit it. Went back to it. Um, 15 minutes, I was like, this is like an Ed Edward Scissorhands kind of wannabe thing, but it's shot very well, and I'll keep watching it. She's as phenomenal as everybody says she is. Um, but then Ruffalo shows up, and the whole movie just turns. And I'll do it. It's it's if you and you like his other stuff, yeah. you'll you'll love it. And Ruffalo Ruffalo should. I you know how much I love Downey and Oppenheimer. I, if Ruffalo wins, oh. I'm not going to complain. Okay, Ruffalo's so you got new glasses. I've had a bunch <clears throat> of different new glasses. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great job. Yeah, thanks. Um, I watched uh, what's the Jennifer Lawrence movie. Uh, oh. No Hard Feelings? Yeah. Yeah. Watch that with my grandparents. You, how, did that, oh, how did that scene go? With, with, <laughs> Hysterical. <laughs> I was just like, 
I did this to myself. I, it was the only scene I knew was in the movie. Why did I suggest we right. watch it? She really did that too, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah as she, I mean, do you think she was wearing a merkin? That's the question. She says nothing. She says she was. It's also the smartest <clears throat> thing that she could do. I think that like a nude fight on the beach. Yeah, oh. I, I definitely think so. I mean, like the world really fucked her over and took complete control oh, over I her body, right, and right, she right, was right, like, right. "I want to do this." There's no way the movie so, wanted her to do that. She wanted to do that as she should. So that. So can you give some clarification to people who don't know what they were, we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, she. Uh, was completely violated and her photos were leaked all mm. over the internet oh, and that's right. she so whether she wants to or not anybody who wants to see her body is able to mm -hmm. and so she did this movie now if you want to see her body you're not going to look for motherfuckers photo or leak of her yeah. you're going to look at the movie that she decided to do um, yeah. no, I actually point. thought that it was like totally baller of her especially because of the actual scene it's so funny and yeah. ridiculous and so clearly like shoehorned into this movie where it didn't need to no. be like that and no. she was just like fuck you guys like <laughs> it's my if you want to see my body this is my whole fucking body it, it was a great scene yeah, in it was a way, great. because it was it was funny and it did play to where it, it added to her character for, for sure, sure yeah. for sure she's just yeah. ballsy and awesome i love her i think she's she's stellar but i actually like the movie grammy's commentary afterwards was that movie was really weird yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. It was, yeah. it was a little weird. It's quirky. It, I liked it. It changed. Like it, I was worried about it because the first fifteen minutes, I'm like, this is not the type of comedy that she can do because it was like this kind of bizarre, like over the top romantic. Someone who really needed like a comedian. And yeah. She's not a comedian. She's a she has comedic like abilities, but she's not a comedian. And then it actually focused in on her strengths with character and more. Then the kid was great and more heart. And, and the kid was awesome. And the, once once they actually gave the story a heart and stopped trying to go for the bits, you know who I didn't like in that movie? You want to take a guess? You just I'm, I'm trying it. to think of who else is in it besides the two. Yeah, of I them. know, right? Well, that's her my friends? point. Her friends, her friends, her the, yeah. the, the the husband, it, terribly miscast. Yeah, that's interesting. Terribly miscast. His they tried to get him to do like the, his jokes. He would have like Chris Pratt before he was. You know, famous. That would have been a perfect role for him. Yeah, it didn't really pull me out because they're barely in it. They're barely in yeah, it. Yeah, but, but it just I, didn't add anything. I hear you. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I I think it's definitely worth a watch. I know that I'm late on that one, yeah. but I thought that it was really fun. There's a few. Look, there's a few movies out there right now, and the, and some of these that we just talked about for the holiday season. <laughs> you just got so overwhelmed in the middle. Yeah, it's of just your a sentence. lot of it. There's just a lot going on, and it's especially with Aquaman coming out. What do you guys think? Are we where? What do you think that it's got a shot to make some money? Do you think it's going to do well? Do you think that the superhero fatigue has really damaged the opportunity for it to do well? Can Jason Momoa, can James Wan make this thing work? What say you guys? Um, yeah, and let's before we go on to our next topic, I do want to tell you guys both about AG1 and Rocket Money. Here we go. I always get excited when I get a chance to talk about AG1. You guys know, if you've been listening to this show long enough, you know that I've been talking about them. I've been drinking them now for, it's got to be at least two years. I started drinking AG1. I think Brett Sheridan told me about it. So you can't mess around with this, man. You got to try it. And I did. And it's a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. I've heard so many different people now talking about it since we've been talking about it on this show and how much AG1 has helped them. I talk to you guys, a lot of you guys, when we talk to do the one-on-one sessions that I do with people, they go, yeah, I started doing AG1 and I love it. It gives me the energy that I need. Parents, I found new parents love this stuff. 
But everybody loves it. And not only for me did I replace my multivitamin with AG1 because I was never the multivitamin guy. I would try it. And I was like, everyone's telling me, you got to do multivitamins. You got to do multivitamins. And I can't. Can't do that many vitamins. One scoop. I put it on a water bottle. I put it in a zoo cup. I shake it up. I'm good to go. I recommended AG1 to everybody, my friends, my family, you guys, and it's worked out. It's great. I get energy. I get a pep in my step. I love AG1, and you guys know how long I've been talking about it. People still, they'll, they'll tweet, and they'll, or they'll X, whatever, they X me, and they say, hey, AG1, you've been talking about it forever. I'm trying it today, and they never go back. AG1 is the supplement that I trust to provide the support that my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner for a long time now. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D, 3, K, 2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. But you have to go to drinkag1.com slash big thing. Drinkag1.com slash big thing. Check it out. Hey, Rocket Money. How much do you guys think that you're paying a month on subscriptions? Yeah, that's what I thought. Most people think they're "Ah, 80 bucks, 82 bucks. Yeah, right. You're paying closer to around 200 bucks, and that is why I use Rocket Money. What is Rocket Money, Christian? Thank you for asking. I'm going to tell you, me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending, and it helps you lower your bills. And it's all in one place. It has over 5 million users and counting. Rocket Money has helped save its customers an average of $720 a year and $1 billion in total savings so far. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way. Go to rocketmoney.com slash thing. That's rocketmoney.com slash thing. Rocketmoney.com slash thing. All right, thank you to our friends over at both Rocket Money and AG1. I wanted to thank you guys. I'm getting a lot of DMs. Recently, people were like, hey, look, I know you said it helps out the show, and look what I got. And they send me pictures of things. I get an AG1. I just signed up to Rocket Money, and it helps so much, and I really appreciate it. And the other thing I wanted to do, and I would be mad at myself if I didn't do this today, I wanted to thank both First Rate Nate, who I already thanked before, but I also want to thank Ali Bahwan, who was the both of them. We put we have our Amazon gift list that you can see there, too, and there's a, there's a few things left inside of the list, but... Ali got us this monitor that I'm looking at. Um, there, the, some this lens. There's things that we had on there that we were just eventually going to get for the studio, and for Christmas. And and I just wanted to thank you guys both for doing that. Anybody who got that list and it, it has absolutely helped out the studio. And like I said, there are things there. People are like, hey, for Christmas time, can we get you something? Like, we have this list. So the list is there, and we thank you. Thank you to both First Rate Nate and to Ali. Really appreciate it. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year. From first match, must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Um, okay, let's move on. How are you taking support for your new computer, which is going to be, I'm going to guess, $5,000? Um, well, that one, that one I'm just going into debt. Oh. Yeah. 
That's that's streamlabs.com. Yeah, no, we're going into debt on that one. Uh, we had to get a new computer. So for people who don't know, we just had so many computer problems. Is one of the reasons that we made that Amazon list. But like Brett came over yesterday, and we were going over some stuff for him putting together this monitor, and even the monitor, this computer. Do you see how it's like? It looks really good, right? But it's mm -hmm. like that. It's more of a square. It should be the whole entire screen, but this computer doesn't have the capacity to do it. So and don't let oh. the look of that new lens. Uh, Blame it. Don't blame it on the lens. That's my adjusting of trying to get it. Right. That's what I. I, I think that text you showed me wasn't saying what because that's what it was after I did. I am so lost, bro. <clears throat> Tell me what you're that, saying. That shot looks really blown out and weird. The wide for uh -huh. some reason. Yeah. Don't you think? No. I like it. All right, screw it. I don't know. People will tell us otherwise. Except for my oompa loompa doopa dee doo. D yeah. Well, that if you are wise, you'll be Hugh Grant too. Yeah. Right. Like him. Yeah, and then this is the other thing. Him doing uh, press uh, um, uh, uh, is uh, hysterical. Uh, yeah, just keep it uh, on me. I'm the star of the show. Roxy Stryer is ready to go. Nice. Hugh Grant is doing press, and it is not very impressive. <laughs> Cause he is orange oompa loompa I am also poompa schmoompa And the way my skin looks right now It's like Roxy Oh man Stop your in my spotlight Roxy My oh. name is Big Balls And I'm here for Roxanne I'll tell you what She looks really tame <laughs> I'll run around I'll sew around I'll show you my balls that's right. You ever listen to Lou Rawls? All right, hit me, baby. Who's Lou Rawls? Lou Rawls. You know who Lou Rawls is? Pre Lou Rawls. Pre you know who Lou Rawls yeah. is. Right? Who's Lou Rawls? A singer. Oh. Okay, great. Real sexy singer. See, this is how you know, though. So I have I don't spray tan or anything. My hands look orange, too. All right, here we go. So who are these assholes? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson, very, very popular series. Especially in my house, I'll tell you mm. that my my oldest loves Percy Jackson, but the movies did not go off in the way that the uh, they would have probably hoped them to because the fans did not like them. Even the author was like, "That's not that's not what I wrote." Well, things have changed because now the series is coming out and it's getting great reviews here, guys. Following very good early critical reviews, Disney Plus has opted to launch this TV series adaptation of Rick Rodin's Percy Jackson and the Olympians novels. A few hours early, and the first two episodes are now available on the service. 34 reviews so far, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, or only one of the reviews is negative. And Metacritic sits at a 74 out of 100. Mm. Both are far above the widely panned prior film adaptation starring Logan Lerman in the title role. Walker Scobell takes over the Percy role for this new take, and Lerman recently surprised Scobell and the rest of the new cast by sending over his blessing during a live recording of the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast with Josh Harwitz saying in his message, the show looks amazing. I can't wait to see you all crush it in your roles. You're making a lot of people happy bringing these characters to life. I can't imagine a better fit for Percy Jackson than Walker. You were so brilliant in the Adam Project. I hope you like eating blue food for the next few years. I think you have a hit show on your hands. Prior film adaptations did decent box office, but suffered from major behind-the-scenes dramas with Riordan very vocal with his, in his displeasure with them. As for whether this show will get a second season, executive producer John Steinberg suggested Deadline that there had already been discussions about moving it forward. I think everyone has a real hope that this will live a long and healthy life. Right now, we're trying to deal with step one, but we'd be lying if we said that there weren't people who are already thinking about step two. Um, okay, so this is exciting for me because 
Like I said, my my oldest loves this show. So. What, what's the? I know not one thing other than Logan Lerman started. Is this like Harry Potter? It's got a Harry Potter feel to it, but it, instead of he he's essentially a kid in New York that finds out that he's um he's kind of like a a, a, a child of one of the the gods, and his father, of course, is Poseidon. Oh yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. obviously the water god. The water god, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 so yeah, Poseidon yeah. is his father, and um he has to go to this uh, the camp Half Blood. And there he meets some other. He basically just starts to discover nearly the world. Wells. Yeah, nearly was. He starts to discover the world is, is not what he thinks it is. And so you know he it, it. There's like three, I think three movies or two movies. I can't remember. So it was books to movies. The people loved the books. The movies did okay, but people didn't love them. Including first one the author. did okay. Second one didn't do very well. Author did not like him. Fans did not like him. It's funny because my daughter, when she saw them, when she was very young was like, okay, for this is just cool to watch. And then as she started to read the books more and more uh -huh. and get more into the lore, she's like, this is terrible. This is not what it is. Even this morning she was telling me, she's like, that, she's like, I can't wait to see the series because Rick Riordan is very, he's involved in it. And she's like, I want to see like an actual adaptation. She's read all the books. That's how I felt about Stuart Little. Mm. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, when you were, when you were younger? Yeah. yeah, and then I remember watching it and then reading it and being like, the book is so much better. And now the, book, the book ends on a downer, though, doesn't it? Of Stuart Little? Yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah. Suicide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember. You're not Stuart far off. Takes um, okay, so she's excited about the show. Very much so, and it seems like a lot of the fans are excited about it. And This um, is the dumbest question, Christian, but sure. how does she know about the show? Like, Do you tell her? Does she see commercials for it? How do kids know anymore? Well, I think it's a mixture of both. I mean, again, remember, she's 12 now, so right. she watches like it. So stuff, if stuff, stuff will pop up in the same way that like, if you're watching something on YouTube, the algorithm will know, like, oh, hey, we think you like this. Look at this ad from Disney Plus of this new series. So that's that. Um, and then she'll see banners for it, and she'll hear things about it. But, yeah, I've told her about it. When, it, when, it, when they first started casting and saying I told her about it because I knew she, how much she was into it. So mm -hmm. she's been keeping up on it. And then she, every year she goes to this um, for summer. She goes to the Half-Blood camp. So they talk about it all the time there, too. Yeah. So That seems like a right out of Harry Potter. Yeah, it's got like it's got the Half-Blood thing. We sure. Oh no, those are called mud bloods. It's different. Yeah. yeah. And then he's the half blood thing. Half blood thing too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's but that's on, different. It. Brett, that's different. That's different. Brett, oh. Brett. But before we move on, I, we have another story. Brett watched a a movie last night. Uh, I think it was called what was it called the 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 seven saps with the green stick. What was that? Yeah. It, talk about a downer. Yeah. Man. This is another eight twenty four one. Oh, came it's not up. a comedy. No. Oh no, wow. No. That was a comedy. Uh, the seven uh, saps with the green stick. Yeah, was a, that yeah. was the one that you saw. You yeah. find out what the green stick is, or no? You, you. It's one of these open endings that I hate. I oh. hate where they leave it. You know, but I, I'm guessing this was basically just a setup for the second film. Right. But very depressing, and and talk about uh, you, you know, like Stuart Little being depressing. This one was so dark. Who so, stars in it? Um, Logan Lerman. Oh, for, right. uh, As we brought up. Before. Yeah, right, right, right. Is he one of the saps? Um, he's one of the saps. Um, you have uh, who plays the green stick? The queen, is it Polly Shore. The green stick is Polly Shore. Right. Um, which actually, you know, as far as everything goes, I, I'm I'm saying Polly's back, baby. Polly's back. Oh Whoa. man, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you yeah. would recommend this one? I recommend it. It's it's only on Hoopla. Oh, okay. Um, you can get it, it's back but that's Hoopla. free with you. You know, with the with the library card. So if what, it, I just keep the controversy on the the boxing kangaroo. What what happens in this? Well, the, the because the kangaroo was fully nude. Oh. Um, which is weird. Cock but, out. Yeah, but Pete is getting all up in arms about it. Like you, you should clothe these animals. Right, but no I mean, cock that's out. not natural. No cock out. Is the cock under the pouch? Um, well, n no, the pouches are the females, I believe. Oh. Yeah, it's a call. What's the hashtag? 
hashtag uh, Kango Cock. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. It was in the original, I think it was the original title of the film. So if you want to see uh, Kango Cock or uh, if, whether it's what Green Stick now, go and check that out. Seven outside. Saps in the Green Stick. Sorry. It's streaming on uh, Hoopla. Um, all right. Before we move to our last story today, because like I said, it's going to be a short thing today. We got another. Uh, I want to also tell you guys about DraftKings Casino. Unwrap the first of many presents this season with Holidays on the House from DraftKings Casino. With hundreds of games, prizes, promos, DraftKings Casino has everything on your list. Right now, new players who play $5 get $100 instantly in casino credits. What are you waiting for? Cozy up with all the classics like slots, blackjacks, roulette, or play exclusive games that you're only going to find at DraftKings Casino to feel the holiday cheer all along. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with the promo Big Thing. Use that code Big Thing and play $5 to get $100 in casino credits. That is promo code Big Thing only at DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 and up. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opt-in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Max match 500 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right. Thank you to DraftKings Casino. Again, if you're able to and you want to go check it out, go ahead and do so. It helps out the show tremendously. Get yourself a good deal. That's smart of them. Who's that? DraftKings Casino. That's just smart of them. It's like DraftKings is on top of it always. Yeah. And um, so how how did you feel about this? You probably felt like I did with the Giants and Patriots, although we found T- Tommy DeVito. Uh, how, what do you mean I felt the same that you did? That's yeah, true. Probably not the same. For, <laughs> for the beginning of the season. This is horrible. Yeah, it's fun. It's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. No. I mean – we win when we need to lose. We lose when we need to win. Right. Uh, next year, I'm scared shitless about. I have yeah. no. I. Well, it's your own fault. I don't feel that way. I do. Why do you feel it's my own fault? Because it's the Patriots. Oh. You want to follow the Patriots? That's what you get. Oh, <laughs> I guess that is my fault. Right. Wow. Is that good logic? It, it's so much more fun to. Uh, this is why it's important to be a Celtics Patriots fan. I, I like this Ox. I like the Bruins, but I have two teams that I really follow. So thank goodness for the Celtics, like yeah. because otherwise, right now I That's would just be ripping my eyelashes I understand. out. Um, well, the rest of you guys, I don't know if you can feel that pain or not, but if you do, let me know how you feel. Okay, Zack Snyder says that his R-rated director's cut of Rebel Moon is almost a completely different movie. Some comic book movie, Mark Cassidy, says it sounds like the extended cut of Rebel Moon is going to be a very different to the version that is going to be airing on Netflix this Friday. There's a lot of excitement for the first part of Zack Snyder's Star Wars-inspired sci-fi adventure, even though critics have not been overly kind to the divisive director's last project. One of the biggest complaints seems to be that the first movie is being edited down for its two-hour, 15-minute streaming debut and has resulted in disjointed and borderline incomprehensible third act with noticeable cuts allowing for its PG-13 rating. An R-rated extended version is on its way at some point, 
However, according to Snyder, it's going to be completely different. He said it's not an extended cut of the movie. He tells the Associated Press, it's almost like a different movie. It's almost a different universe that the R-rated cut lives in than that movie. The reason for that is it is because it is such a philosophical thing to shoot a director's cut of a movie before you finish this version. All of my director cuts exist as a response to the things that were demanded of me to take out of the theatrical version. With Rebel Moon, that demand was never made. We knew that it was going to be a PG-13 movie. In my heart of hearts, I always wanted it to be R, but you realize this sort of scale and cost of a movie say, well, it's not 100% responsible to have that demand. Many have wondered why Snyder didn't simply release his preferred version of the movie in the first place. But Netflix clearly wanted to release this first cut to reach as many people as possible. I'm a good partner in that sense, Snyder said. It was Netflix's idea. They're like, what if we said, do whatever you want over here, do the PG-13 version, then go nuts on the other one, we don't care. That was the thing I've never experienced before. That's what the dimension, that's when the dimensional rift happened between the two versions when that was said out loud. It It is now like almost like a marketing thing for him to have a director's cut. Yeah. yeah. Like every time. And Like I, M. Night does twists. Yes. Yeah. And Snyder cuts. does director's cuts. But it's like... I understand the answer that he gives when they're like, well, they didn't say we have to do this one so you can't get this and we're going to have to do like a hashtag thing and get your own cut. Like you're, you're getting your own cut and you can release it, but we just want to make sure that we get to the PG-13 people first. If you know that your best version is not this, you you don't put it out, no. especially if you don't have to. No. On Netflix, you've, you've, that fight, you go, let's put the R-rated one out first. See how it does, and how then does, put the PG thirteen out. How does Netflix even work with PG thirteen versus R? Is there parental restriction? Yeah, so that's they were they were worried that less people would watch it. That I way? think so because they want to get more of the, you know, I guess that's another great question. It's that the TVMA of it all, but it's I, would I, it even get less viewership? I the, the biggest thing that has come back to bite me. I'm not even effing with you. You know, is that one Collider live clip that people shove down my throat every second they get, where I say the Snyder cut does not exist. The Snyder cut, yeah. oh. and they clip it and they put it on repeat and over and over and over again. Oh, I said I don't care, and they went it. That was it. Okay, so um, and you know whether at that point in time it was in its full thing or whether they need to do research. I'll leave up to the people. But here's what I will say about Snyder. It's very clear that everybody loves working with him. Like, his actors are obsessed with him. That's a really good sign in a director. I also like a lot of the things he's made. So I think that is he a great visual director? I think he's got some really good chops. Uh, this is, uh, to me, an unfortunate thing because yeah. I don't want to ha have to watch two versions of a movie and decide which one's better and then go to the audience right. or to Twitter. Especially if you don't people. like the first version of it. No, it's like, and so I would just wait for the R-rated one, the one that he wants us to see. But then even then, it's like he, I think a movie is more than just, like the tone of a movie should either be R or PG-13. Not two different versions, right? Because it's not just about because they said it's a different movie, movie right? Yeah. So it's like it's not just about swear words and nudity. It, it's the whole movie is different right. if it's one great letter versus another. If I know another version's coming out, like I talked to somebody who said I'm not going to watch this when it comes out, and I said why? Because I want to wait for the rated R version. I was like, when is it coming out? I, was like, I don't know. That's the other problem. I don't That's know. That's just such a bummer. Like, I just, I want, his, everything with him tends to be messy. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's his fault, but it just is. All the stuff around him is always messy, and that sucks because I just want to watch the movies that he puts out and not have there be, this is my cut, this is their cut. Right. Netflix wanted to do this, the rating, yeah, the, it this does, thing. It does take the cut movie. down a little because he, he said it as a good partner. 
but it did seem like he's like, well, this was Netflix's decision to do this. They wanted to do this PG-13, and I'm a good partner. So I said, sure. But it's like I don't want to see – I don't want to see two movies because if, I want – I'm very excited to see this movie. I've been pumped to see this movie. I, I think original science fiction fantasy yeah. is something that's needed. And I love the idea that's based off the Star Wars pitch that he had. So I'm very excited to see it. I'm with you on that. I can't wait. But and and what I'm what I'm hoping for me is that I love the PG thirteen version because I'm not gonna be able to keep myself away from it. I'm gonna want to watch it. That I'm gonna I can't wait to see the rated R. But it doesn't sound like he likes the PG thirteen. I know, version. I know. That's the other problem. Like that's if he was problem. like, and they're both great, honestly, it just depends on your taste, yeah. your age, whatever. But it doesn't seem like he's riding for this PG-13 version. I'm sure he doesn't like it yeah. as much, and then that's an issue. The When is this, and do you know anybody who's seen it? So I do know a few people have seen it, but I actually Roca hosted a uh, screening of it in San Diego last night, and he texted me, and he said that he, he dug it. He okay. said he dug it. So um, And he's usually kind of a, you know pretty honest when it comes to this stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'll be watching it. I'm gonna watch Percy Jackson. I'm doing a rewatch of Stranger Things with my with my oldest right now, which is which has been oh, fun. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that is fun. fun. It's been fun. So we're watching that together. Um, I'm watching Maestro with my wife, which is also good. There's, I've I've seen mostly everything that I wanted to see. There's, oh my god, I'm missing everything. Yeah. Christian. Well, there there's only like a, one or two that were nominated for Best Picture in Golden Globe that I haven't seen. So I, I'm whatever those are, I'm gonna catch up on it. So like Maestro was one of them. Are you watching everything on screener? Yes. So, um, yeah, I right, look. I wanted to get some other topics, but because, like I said, I'm going to see Aquaman, I've got to get out of here in order to make it. So I wanted to thank Roxy and Brett. Make sure you check out Brett on Above Board TV. And, Brett, what, can I? Can we say who your special guest was yet or not yet? Um, no, no, okay. that's a different – that's coming out later, but, yeah. Okay, there, Brett had a very cool special guest. Cool. So, so you'll have to see that. Um, Roxy, they can find you. Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. That's pretty easy. And make sure you check out Always Lola. You can find that streaming anywhere. So Christian sure loved that. me in it. I did. I did love you in it. Stop this. Stop this. You, so silly actresses. All right. Thanks, guys, for joining us. I appreciate it. We'll see you on the flip side. Patreon. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Everything that you can do. And we'll see you next time.